0: Welcome to the Ladies Power Lunch podcast with Dr. Davia Shepard, a resource for women in business, presenting a wide range of topics exploring professional growth and personal development. And now, Dr. Davia Shepard.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Ladies Power Lunch we have a fantastic training that we're going to get from our dear friend and super member of ladies power lunch Cami gilner and she's going to teach us something that i think we kind of all have an interest in right now we're getting online and being more visible getting on each other's podcasts getting on each other's shows and how can we create value for the people who are interviewing us and also how can we use these opportunities to make actual income and impact. So Cami is going to share all of that with us today. And now, I'd love to introduce you all to Cammy. Cammy, will you share with everybody who you are and what it is that you are doing in the world? Thank you,
0: Davia. I'm thrilled to be here, and I love your community. I am Kami Gellner. I am a connector, a storyteller, and I'm a business coach for women, helping them raise up their voice, their visibility, and grow their business to the next level. And I'm a podcaster, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. My podcast is called Extraordinary Women Radio, and I have been podcasting for four years, and I'm about ready to hit 200 episodes. And I believe that podcasting is just one of the, the coolest ways that we can be putting our message out into the world right now. So I'm super honored to be sharing some of what I've been learning about podcasting.
1: You have shared with us that there is a way that we can actually use the time that we are on other people's shows to actually grow our businesses. Who would have yeah. thought that that was possible? Right. So how, Cami, how do we go about doing that?
0: Well, we go about making sure that we have the right tools and the right ways to reach out to podcasters to get onto their shows. And we look at ways that we can really be a great guest. I mean, I mean, show up and be a really good guest. And that's what I'll be sharing today.
1: Well, I am going to hand the floor over to you, Kami, and just invite you to dive right in, educate us. As a four-year veteran of the podcast industry, what are the things that we can be doing to grow our businesses, grow our impact and our income? Thank you so much. Let
0: me share the screen. Uh, So this is called the Prosperous Podcast Guest. And this is really, I think one of the most important ways that you can get your voice out into the world, be seen, be heard and grow your business. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go through some initial research that I did that is why podcasting is so hot right now. I'm going to show share with you some of the tools for your messaging strategy so you can really just go out and shine your light in, in your brightest way and i'll I'll give you some tips on how you can be getting on more podcasts and how you can really turn that into bringing dollars through your door i think i take a unique approach to this and then how you can be a great guest and how this all just builds up together so that's what we're going to do i gave this talk earlier this week and i'm pushing it down into a shorter amount of time so i'm going to just i'm going to move quickly through this and why podcasting is really hot right now but here's some stats Podcasting stats in 2021, 55% of the U.S. population is podcast. So that's up 51% from 2019. 37% have listened to a podcast in the last month, up from 32% in 2019. So more and more people are starting to listen. And 68 million people listen to podcasts weekly. And 27% of those have a four-year college degree. So you're you're getting a higher educating group of listeners and they subscribe to an average of six shows per week. And they're active. They're active on a lot of different social channels. So if somebody is listening, to the podcast, it's- generally going out and they're sharing the information. So there's there's a lot of shareability that comes off your podcast as well. And this is a great stat. On average 45% of podcast listeners have an annual household income of more than $250,000. So it's right now it's, it's it's a place it's it's probably the fastest growing way that you can get your message out to the world and certainly 2020 put us all all, a lot of us on podcasting more more than we were on stages so this was a, a nice shift but you're seeing at the same time you're seeing this growth so it's really exciting to to do that so I thought I'd share a little bit about what podcasting has done for my business I've had 200 episodes on my my own podcast and I've guested on about 35 different shows in this past year what I when I think about their reach that I have made with this, I have reached hundreds of thousands of people with my message that there's I mean, think about how many stages I would have had to have been on to reach hundreds of thousands of people. And so this is why I'm so passionate about it because it's a great way to really grow your reach. And it really starts to expand what I call your collaboration and connection quotient. That means that you're connecting with great women and great, uh, you know, great people in, in in business, and you're 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 collaborating, you're connecting. I mean, this is Dr. Davia and I have been collaborating and connecting. I mean, this is a perfect example. We brought some of her. Her information into my my communities she's bringing me into her community, and it's this is the power of the ripple effect that can really happen with podcasting. My business has exponentially grown year on year, and including in 2020, and I attribute that highly to podcasting. And it's I've grown my online and my. Um, live events and i've grown my communities and i've grown my brand and my credibility so this is a really good place for you to just think about how does your how does podcast how can it grow your business And one of the things I've noticed in my clients' businesses who are going out and they're podcasting is that their businesses are growing like crazy as well. And their ripple effect of how their message is getting exposed around the world is is so exciting to me. They're reaching new markets, new clients, and they're expanding their voice and visibility around the world. So what can podcasting do for your business? Bottom line is growth in your business. It's going to help you raise up your voice, your visibility, and your prosperity. And I call it the no love and trust factors, not the no like and trust factor. You want your clients to fall in love with you, and so it's the no love and trust factor because people are are they they hear you week on week in your stories in your conversations. And we'll talk about stories here today and how that really makes a connection for people. So this is a really amazing space for you to get out and be seen and be heard and and spread your good word around the world. So you have a message to get out into the world and an impact to make. And you do this by really tuning into this light in you and sharing your stories and going out and being seen and being heard. We did some market research around this just to see how much people are starting to incorporate podcasts into part of their marketing mix. And when we did this, we asked people, how is podcasting fitting into your 2021 marketing plans? You can see 61% said, I'm going to continue to do it. And 39% said they were going to begin guesting on other people's podcasts. And when I asked them a question of one to 100, how important is it for you? And this is a sliding scale. They could just slide this little bar where they wanted to. When they slid that little bar, how important is it to you? They were scoring at 74. And in 2020, on average, I mean, most people were in that one to five podcast that they guested in. And you can see in 2021, they're wanting to be on a lot more. There's this, you know, people are wanting about 6 to 10, 11 to 20, and even 21 or more. So people are really starting to look at how do you get on more podcasts. And my aha when we did that research was that we have a lot of people that are really wanting to be on more podcasts. And when I asked them what was keeping them from being on podcasts, the number one response was, I don't have a system to reach out to the podcast. So what I'm going to share with you today is how do you reach out to podcasts? How do you be a great guest? And how do we dig into that? The other part of it was I reached out to podcast hosts and asked them some questions. You know, When it comes to finding quality guests, are you looking for people or not? And what we learned was that You know, this portion here is either always on the search for extraordinary women guests or occasionally on the search for extraordinary guests. You know, some people have more guests than they need, but this was encouraging to me. And what I also realized was that I knew a lot of great podcast guests and a lot of great podcast hosts. So I saw this opportunity to create this connection. And with that information, I, I dug in and I said, what do we do with this? So we started creating space to connect great podcast guests to great podcast hosts on my Extraordinary Women Connect every week on a podcast connector post. We do that every Tuesday on, on our Facebook group. And, you know, people can find a guest or they can be a guest. And that's a place where they can do that. I hired an intern to start researching all of the booking services and lists and all the things that were out there. I developed this free workshop that I'm going to be sharing with you today. We developed a podcast guest course with more to come on that. I'll be sharing more about that. And then in the coming months, we're going to be developing a podcast connector booking service so people can get booked on the podcast. So that's where we took that. So I want to dig in here and we're going to just go right into your message. And this is one of the most important factors when you're being a good guest is to be bringing great conversation to the host's show. It's about bringing meaningful, thought-provoking, original thought. You're bringing ideas and discussion that you can really create. And I like to dig into if the whole world can hear one message from you, what is it? And I'll give you some examples of that and how that can really work for you. I will share with you on how you can dig into story and in multiple ways that you can lead into your stories, can lead into your most important messages, which is really gonna build your no love and trust factor. And then the content strategy for diversity in interviews. So that if you do 20 interviews, they're not the same interview over and over again. These are some components here around being a great guest. I talked a little bit here about this. If the whole world could hear one message from you, what would that be? And women's wisdom is the medicine that our earth needs is my core message. I Every time I, I want people to hear this message from me. And what's beautiful about this is that people really stop and listen when I say this. And some people can go back and listen to other podcasts, which is what happened in the case of this particular podcast. She picked this out before I even said the word. She, she found it. it's when you have a message, the whole world wants to hear. It's like people stop on on that and they catch it. So I want you to start thinking about what your message is. And let me play this for you. I've heard you mention um, that women's wisdom is the medicine that our earth needs. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit more about that. Our world is in a really changing space, right? I mean, we are we're going through something really significant. And I think those of us who do the work that we do, were born into this time for a reason, right? We were born to help lead us into the next evolution of humanity, help us lead into the next evolution of how we take care of our world, our earth. And I think there's, you know, there's the masculine way that we have been so entrenched in for so long and it's shifting. It's really shifting more into the feminine. And it's not male or female. It's the feminine or the masculine energy we all have within us. And the reason I play that for you is because she captured that, right? She heard me say women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs on another podcast. And she's she wanted me to go deeper. And so having a message that really helps you go deeper into your stories is really important. So if the whole world could hear one message from you, what would that be? So jot that down, look for that. And as as you're thinking about this question, I'll share a couple of my clients. This is one of my clients, Dana Kirchmar. And her, if the whole world could hear one message is, what if we stopped asking girls if they're good at math and instead started asking, what problems would they love to solve? You see, there's some change that's happening. You want people to think differently with these statements. Another client says, when women invest in companies they believe in, our world will will change. That's my client, Shelly Show. And so when you're thinking about your one message for the whole world, what it is, is it's an opinion. It's memorable and repeatable. It's short and quick. People are going to remember what you said. It is your stake in the topic that you're saying, okay, this is what I want to create change around. I'm putting a stake in the ground and I want to create change on this. So if you think about Dana's, if, what if we stopped asking girls if they're good at math? I mean, that's a great example of that. And it gets people to stop and to think differently and to do differently. So that's what this, what I call your one message for the world is these are the things that it is. What it is not is a tagline or a marketing statement. It's not a quote from someone else or an inspirational saying. It's really something that, you know, you're putting a stake in the ground. It's not a common statement that you might hear all the time. For example, find your purpose and live your life. That is a common thing. We've heard it over and over again. You want to be bringing a statement that really has meaning and a different approach to the way people are thinking about a subject. When you think about making a difference with your message. What is it that you want to stand for? And if the whole world could hear you, what do you want them to hear? And keep in mind that we fall in love with souls, not faces, right? So people want to feel us. This is where we get into this. We have this message. that's really important, but now we want people to really feel us. And the way that people start to feel who we are is through our stories. It's the rich connection to this light in us. And we really connect into this space of being able to let people see something that's real from us. And they are memorable amongst all the noise that's out on social media. There's so much noise on social media. So if you have a story, people will remember you. It builds on this no love and trust factor. It makes you relatable. It's like, oh my gosh, she totally gets, I've been there before and I can relate to this person in a new way. It creates an intrigue and interest. So there's this space for people to be able to say, I want to know more about this person. So jot down your life story titles. And you know we all have life story titles. I can go through, I mean, I can go through mine. I say I could, the day I got laid off on my corporate job over a decade ago. Can be the day that the horse's breath helped me see something new. I've got stories about when the pilot fell out of the hot air balloon and I had to land it by myself. We have this list of stories. What are your list of story titles? Write them down in a book and just start to keep those because those stories are really valuable and you can start to pull those into every time you're having conversations. The components of a story are going to be there's going to be a crisis, there's a component up front that Now, oftentimes when I'm telling, I have a story that is about when, when my horse really helped me see new possibilities. I was in a place where I was in tears. I was crying because I didn't know what I was meant to do next. My coach said, well, why don't you go outside and and breathe in your horse's breath? And I was like, Hmm, that's an interesting idea. So I did at that defining moment with my horse from that, I saw this whole new vision of what could happen on the other side. And I went and started my company. So that's one of them. So you're, 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 a story is going to have these components to it. Stories are also, if, if a story makes you feel, oh my God, I don't want to tell that story. That's probably a good story. It might have something that's really deep that can really inspire somebody. So sometimes those stories that feel the scariest, the share can be some of your most important ones you don't need all the backstory. You don't need all of the history that gets you to a certain point. You want to start in a specific moment, start in the moment of, you know, when I tell that poor story, I often, it's like, you know, it was, it was a snowy Colorado day and I was on, on, in tears with my coach. And as so I'm starting in that moment, I didn't have all that other backstory there. So you just want to have this, this moment of, You're bringing them into the scene. It's about letting them know who you are. And again, our know, love and trust. And it helps paint this picture. You want to paint the picture of bringing them into the scene and helping people feel the emotions you felt in that moment. And you want to pick stories that connect to how you serve your clients. Last month, we ran a a storytelling workshop called Soul Speaks from the Stage. And this is just eclipses of people on the stage telling their stories. And you can actually go out to my Extraordinary Women Connect Facebook group and search on this hashtag story spotlights. You will hear some amazing stories, some just examples that can really inspire you into how to tell a really great story. So that's just one way. If you want to get inspired by some stories, go check that out. And as you're thinking about getting onto a podcast interview, thinking about what are the most important things that you want to be sharing with your audience. You can actually do this work beforehand so that you control the the journey of your message that you're delivering on a podcast interview. This is a tool called a message map that was actually developed when I was in the corporate world. And I used it when I was training a lot of thought leaders and how they spoke to the media, how they spoke on television, and it works great for podcast guesting. So, you know, when I look at mine, here's my women's wisdom is the medicine our earth needs. And then I have different things that I like to talk about in my business. I like to talk about the voice of you. I like to talk about raising up your business, all the vision, all of the packaging, the pricing, that sort of thing. I like to talk about visibility. So this is part of that visibility components of it. R factors, how you resonate your mindset and all these different things. So these are mine. These are things that I like to talk about. And in each one of these buckets, I have an opportunity to talk about stories and facts. And for example, the story of, you know, trying to figure out what I was meant to do comes up under this voice of you. We can have stories for all these different ways. And what's beautiful about this is it's a different way into your topics. So a podcast host can really, you know, you can, you can be really clear about what you want to be speaking about. And this is an example, a really built out message map. Again, this is mine. And you can see I've got all these different stories I can choose from. I can you know talk about facts that I bring into things. I can start to build out subtopics and questions that will lead me to that. And when I do that, I can take those subtopics these interview topics this is my podcast one sheet so when you look at this this is you know all the things that i love to talk about and that i like to train about but on this podcast one sheet i can give it to a podcast host and here's some of the components of this that's really important you know there's some positioning here in my bio but then you can also see here's a bit of a story my story so my entrepreneurial journey was sparked by the breath of a horse over a decade ago So I often get asked something about that. Then you can see that there's interview topics down here that people can learn more about. And then there's sample questions. And when, as a podcast host, when you get these sample questions, it can be so incredibly, it just makes the prep so much easier. When I get a podcast one sheet as a a podcaster, I'm so excited to get that because I'm like, okay, I can take this one question here and I can build out my interview approach with this person in a new way. And it's also gives, it ensures that if you hand a podcast host this, what what will happen is that your podcast interviews won't sound the same over and over again, because you're giving multiple ways into your story. So take a picture of this message map for you. And this is something that you're going to want to create. You'll, you'll create your, if you're, the whole world can hear one message from you, what are the topics that you want to cover? You'll build that out with stories and facts and subtopics and some questions that are going to lead people to this topic. So this is, this is a way for you to start just thinking through, how do I want my podcast interviews to go? And from that, then you can start to build out your toolkit to get onto podcasts. So let's talk about getting on to shows. You can find podcast lists. There's You really want to know your target of who you want to be reaching. There's all kinds of podcast lists that you can just start Googling and finding. And you can ask your communities. I know this is a great community to say, you know, I want to be on podcasts more. Who has a podcast? And so that's a great way to do that. I have on my side of things, I've got the podcast connector post that I do every Tuesday in my Facebook group. And then the podcast connector product that we'll be launching later this summer. So you build out this, you build out your podcast, one sheet, and then you start to do some outreach, right? You said, okay, I'm going to reach out to somebody. I've done the research. I've looked and said, you know, this would be a great podcast for me to show up on. How do you reach out to them? This is kind of a way that we write outreach letters. We write them, we say, you know, we do something we have in the title, we have the person's name and the topic that they talk about. Then we have a paragraph where we're really being friendly, bring a nice opening that that's connecting with that person. I love it when I actually know the podcast host. And then I'm reaching out for this guest on the show. And we know about your show, right? We know your listeners are looking to learn about This is why this person would be a great fit because we've listened to your show. We know what your show is about and you're naming that show, right? You're actually naming that show. I I get podcasts and I bet, Davi, I bet you get pitches all the time that, that are like generic ones. And like, you know, my favorite ones are like, we have the perfect guest for extraordinary women radio. His name is Bill so-and-so. And, you know, it's like, this is a show about women's voices. Bill's not a good fit for this show, but you know you can tell that they never ever even went out there and looked, right? So that's the most important thing is to be able to connect with them and explain why that person is the right fit. And then you tell your story and don't just make it about signature talks because nobody wants to just hear a signature talk out of your book. They want connection. They want real relationship with you. Then you're attaching your podcast one sheet so that People can say, here's the information. And that's how that works. There's another great tool that's out there called PodMatch. And you guys are interested. I actually have an affiliate link with them. So just reach out to me and I can give you that link. But it's an artificial intelligence and they will match you. Go out and you put all of the kind of information we were just looking at out onto their service and they'll start matching you with artificial intelligence. So it's a super cool tool that you guys can work with. Okay. We've talked about your message. We've talked about how do you start pitching. Now, let's talk about being a great guest. I've recorded 200 episodes. I actually recorded my 200th episode yesterday. When I think about a great guest for me, they're one, they're really aligned to the mission that I have for change maker work in the, the world, they're impact makers. They have a story. I just I don't do, you know, when people start just pitching signature talks, I can teach your audience this, this and this. It's not the ideal thing for my particular podcast. Some podcasts are great for that. I personally am looking for large followings at this point when somebody's coming on to my show because I want my message to continue to grow. So that's something that I look at. And there's good guests and there's annoying guests. And I actually crowdsourced this list last weekend. And it was really fun to get this. Some of them were mine, some of them were other people's that added to this, but it was a great guest is someone who does all the pre-work, they show up, they send their bios, their photos, they have a podcast one sheet because it makes my, my prep easy. They understand the purpose of my show and they know how to speak to my audience, right? They know what that audience is about. They've done their own research on it, right? They're engaged, they tell stories and they're really present. They have nice change in their pace, their tonality, their conversation, and they treat this as an interview, like a tennis match back and forth, right? It's, it becomes a conversation. They have headphones. So they, you know, they have all the right equipment that they've invested in. They're in a quiet place and they share their episode with their own communities. An annoying guest is late. They talk at you and the audience. They respond to your question with it's in the book. Because really what you want, this is a conversation. They ignore the question to instead pitch their product or service. They forget to turn off their sales and notification beeps and, and texts. And, and that means the notifications on your computer. You don't want beeps coming through on your computer. They're driving a car with a dog through the construction site. That was actually somebody sent that one to me. <laughs> they keep talking, talking, talking without any moments to pause. Lord, it's not a TED talk. Doesn't ask if they can share an offer and they just drop into full sales pitch mode. So those are, you know, just things you need to understand the show that you're going on to. If you're doing these things, people are going to love you and they're going, you're going to get invited onto a lot more shows after that. I mean, I think you just, you just really start that. So what do you do once you land on the interview? You thank them, thank the host, ask who's your audience? How can I make this a great show? You do all the prep work. You ask if you can make an invitation in the end and know if the show is an audio or it's a video or also because you just need to know how you need to show up on camera. Always listen to their podcast, go listen so that, you know, you know, the style of that podcast. Your message map is a great tool for you to have gone through and done all of your work. But then put it away. You don't want that around when you're on the interview because you, you want this to be a conversation. You want to be bringing the stories in. And you want it to be really organic. Research the format of the show. Is it storytelling? Is it you know bringing specific areas of expertise? I mean, there's online marketing shows. There's podcasting shows. Who do they interview? What's the mission of the show? How does your message really fit in? This is your responsibility to do all of this kind of research beforehand. And then just be you, right? Show up as you. Know your story. Turn off all the the noise, and just really have fun with it. And I think that's the power of this, extending a no love and trust factor beyond the interview. Is how can you invite people deeper into your community? So at the end of interviews, and you you have to really understand what's the format of the show and what do they normally do at the end of the show? If they say, yes, you can extend an invitation. You could extend an invitation to do a quiz, to do time with you, any sort of a lead magnet piece that you can bring into it. I actually focus on bringing people into a Facebook group. This is the choice that I made for my business. And this has served me really well. So when you're talking about building, you know, a lucrative approach to bringing people into your business, into your communities, I actually like to say, come into my community and let's play together. My idea is not to like have them go do a quiz and then to get a whole string of emails because who wants a whole string of emails? I don't. So this is my approach that's really working well for me. I invite people into my community. So at the end of the podcast show, and I do it on my own podcast and on other people's podcasts, I invite people to this space. And I said, you know, this is about connecting great women to great women. We're raising up each other's voices, visibility and business. This is where I take them. And what this has done for me is people get to know me on a different level, right? Because I've given them a little bit of information on a show from that they can, start to know me more. They can start to know more of the people in my community and I can deliver more value in that community for people to connect with one another. So to me, this has been my secret approach to leveraging podcasts to go deeper with them. After the interview, I thank the podcast hosts and I share all over. My VA has a long list of what they do with every single episode. And it's great, right? Because we're sharing it out. She goes out and she listens to the show. She pulls out little nuggets. She creates more memes. She creates a audio clip off of it. And we share all of that. And it becomes great content for us to continue to share all month long. Because it just gives us plenty of content to share. And then on the podcast, thanking the podcast host, I actually send a handwritten card to my podcast host saying, thank you for having me on your show. So that's always something that I do because you're creating, remember we talked about that collaboration up front, that creating collaboration and connection quotient. This is just the beginning of the relationship with that podcast host. So, So make that a continually growing space. So that was a lot of information I was sending your way. And I know I went through it really quickly, but I was also very cognizant of the time that we
1: have together today. Awesome. I love you asking what that one message is, because I think that if we can narrow that down, if we have lots of different things that we talk about, but if we can find that unifying theory of everything for what it is that makes us us and what it is that we bring to the world, then that is such a powerful gift that we can share. So Cami, you're right, you did share a lot of information with us, but it was all such valuable information, such really, really great information. And so I just want to pull out a couple of main points that people can take away with them. So if we took nothing else away from what you've shared with us today, What would be your main recommendations, the must-dos for success as a podcast guest? Know where you want the interview to
0: go so that your most important messages get brought out into the world. And if you know where you want it to go, you give them the tools to help go there with those questions, with those topics. That's the way you keep that interview in control. And I think the stories piece of it is as well. I mean, you've got to bring stories Story. into the being a great guest because that's what people want to hear when they're listening to podcasts.
1: Absolutely. You know, I'm so glad that you bring up the point of stories, because when you've seen my little message that I send out to anybody who's going to be a guest, and there's always a line in there asking, you know, this is a great time for you to share your stories, because I had a mentor once who always would say, words don't teach anybody anything but stories. That's where people really, really learn. And so sharing the stories, I would absolutely agree. That's really a great Takeaway. If you have to take something away, you mentioned a lot of things to avoid, and I've done. I haven't gotten to the two hundred episode mark yet. We started our show as a YouTube show. We have done about hundred and seventy episodes, so we're a little bit shy of that two hundred mark mm-hmm. that you're aiming for. But I feel like with hundred and seventy episodes, yeah, you're we've there. Kind of gotten <laughs> to the stage where we know. The don'ts. And I just want you to reiterate some of those don'ts for us because Cami, I have pet peeves and I'm sure everybody out there who is looking to have guests come on their show, they have pet peeves too. And there's some things that will turn a podcast host off before you even set foot on their show and everything is energy and you just don't want that. So what's your number one thing that you would say, don't do that. Just don't.
0: I think the number one thing is don't just show up to pitch, pitch, pitch. Right. I mean, it's, you know, buy my book, buy my book. And I think I I see it probably more with authors than anything where they just want to dig into that, what their their book is all about and the teaching Mm -hmm. points out of their book. And what I'd say is, just bring you to the table first, share you, be vulnerable. That feels really delicious. And that's the kind of guests that I want to have. Then you can start to weave in that wisdom and those teachings. But if you just start going down the speaking at people, it doesn't feel in conjunction with creating a conversation.
1: And I think that's the thing that a lot of people don't appreciate about being a podcast guest. Being a podcast guest is very different from the skill set that you need to have to step up on a stage and give a talk. It's a complete different thing. A conversation is different from a speech. And so, no, just knowing that walking in, I think makes a huge difference. I would say my number one thing that I would say is absolutely yes to what you said. And also maybe even even if you have to do it on QuickTime because you don't have a lot of time, listen to at least one episode of the show. Yeah. <laughs> know what the show I agree. is. Know what the show is. And never send a text message to the show host and tell them, I would like for you to interview me in the manner of this other person, like (laughs) a clip from an Oprah show or something like that.
0: Oh, my gosh. Have you actually gotten
1: that? I'm going to just suggest that don't (laughs) do that. I'm not going to say that that's (laughs) ever happened to anybody ever in the world. I'm just going to say maybe not do that. So. Any little hacks that you have for podcasting, being a podcast guest, just like little, little tips that can mm. take us to the next level when we're sitting in the, when we are the focus of the attention of yeah. our podcast host.
0: It'd be really present. I mean, just be so super present when you are on that, in that conversation. Of like if you're sitting across the table from somebody having a, you know, a cup of coffee you're in that kind of a connection. And if you're not fully just in that kind of a connection on a podcast and you're thinking about, Oh God, what am I going to say? And how can I bring that in versus listening and hearing and being in the conversation? I think that's probably the most important thing that, because people can feel that, you know, we feel that. And if we've got that connection going, then it becomes real. And our listeners can feel that too. They can feel the the connection between two people.
1: I absolutely agree. You know, one of the things that is so interesting to me is that everything is energy and I am coming to realize that more and more every day. And so before I hop onto the show, I really, really pay attention to what my energy is.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: if it means that I have to do some push-ups or some jumping jacks before I hop onto my show, or I'll show you a little trick that I have, and this was a gift to me from Meredith Fish, who she's one of our ladies power lunch members. She sent me this doterra oil that I like to use before I hop onto I the candle. Show. Show. But I would say, my little hack that I wish to hear is pay attention to your energy before you hop on. Yeah. I, I think I was built. I was made for this. I enjoy this (laughs) so much. The interviewing process feels very right for me. And I notice myself whenever I'm talking, I'm actually leaning in because I want to hear more and I want to learn more about the person that I'm talking to. And I've watched really, you know, famous interviewers, and I notice that they do the same thing, too. Right. And so my suggestion would be, if you're being interviewed, take Kami's advice and be really present, feel yourself, feel your energy leaning into the conversation. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. trust me, it might seem like such a little thing, but every single thing is energy, and the energy is going to translate into that podcast interview, I okay. I totally agree with that. Let's talk a little bit about equipment before you go, because mm. you mentioned earlier that you know you're yes you're going to be a podcast guest, but you still do have to have some equipment requirements. Yes. What is your suggestion here? You know,
0: and you can you can equip yourself really easily. I use an Audio Technica um, mic. Okay. you can see that. Um, so I have an Audio-Technica mic, I think it's like the 2300 or something. Mm-hmm. It's got this little pop piece right here that your phones plug into that. You know, you've got bigger ones like that and you can, you can go with either. I like these, they just, they're easier for me. So those I think are the main equipment. This has got an arm on it as well, um, so I can move it around. You know, I think just having a really good mic is really important. And it's, you know, I think this is probably a couple hundred dollars worth of equipment. It's, Mm -hmm. it's not overly pricey, but it's what brings great sound across. And I think, you know, podcast hosts, a really important thing to them is that you've got good sound. Now you can, you can actually even get pretty decent sound off of an iPhone, you know, the the wiring off an iPhone, but if you're going to be doing it, you know, spend a couple hundred bucks and just invest in that.
1: I agree. I think that you can because I have I have done extensive research on, you know, podcasting equipment just to make sure that we're equipped in the way that we have to. And I have two setups. I have a setup here in my Bristol office and set up in Farmington. So it's been really important to me. And one of the things that I know is that for 150 bucks you could get a really decent setup. And if anybody has any questions about anything like that, I would say tag Jim Williams in our group because this is what he lives and dies about. He loves this stuff and he knows it backwards and forwards because his major was theater. So I would say... One of the things I love to remind us is that everything that we're looking for is right here in this room that is Ladies Power Lounge. Everything that you want to connect with, there's somebody here who can point you in the right direction. So just take advantage of that. Any final words before we go? Anything that you have coming up? Anything you want to promote? Anything that you would like for us to participate in? Sure, sure.
0: Well, I'm actually getting ready to do a six week course on getting on more podcasts right now. So it starts in about two weeks, I believe. And we are going to go through six weeks of really going deep into building your messaging out, we're going to, you know, take a lot of the things that I I shared with you very quickly. And we're going to go into them deeper and have me there available to help guide you through all of that. Now I'll be recording these episodes into being an online course. This time around, I will be doing this live over these six weeks. And in the future will be a, an online course. So I'm super excited about it. It's it's just something that I'm really passionate about. I think podcasting is the number one way we can get, you know, our message out in the world. So, and I can post the link to that class if anybody's interested in joining us.
1: So I would absolutely recommend that, you know, our members really take advantage of your expertise, because this is the one time that you're actually going to be there for this course. And I always like to I like to be there with the creator. It's always great to take a course, you know, after it's been made, but if you can get it on the ground floor, that's always a really, really great opportunity. So I am firmly suggesting that if you have an intention to get visible in 2020, getting on podcasts is a great way to do it. And getting Cami's course about how to be an outstanding podcast guest, that's gonna be the ticket right there any last words before we go?
0: Well, I'm just going to wrap that back around to, you know, I believe, you know, there's, I've met so many amazing women in your community and I know they're doing amazing things and they're being out and they're being visible. And it's like, keep going out and being visible and whatever way it is, whether it's podcasting, whether it's on stages, whatever that looks like for you and keep putting your voice out in the world because your voice matters. And that's my passion. That's my my mission as I'm out to get women's voices out into the world. And so keep doing that.
1: For those of you who might remember, Cami was one of our speakers on our Ladies Power Lunch Spring Summit. And she was on that visibility panel where we were talking about just the fact that the media landscape has changed. And that if you want to be visible, if you want to get your message out there, if you feel like the thing that you are doing is so important for the world to hear, You have to do it a different way now from the way that you've done it in the past. And so, of course, we have the Ladies Power Lunch podcast network and we have the Ladies Power Lunch books that you can be a part of. And we also have the opportunities for you to learn from some of our really esteemed trainers how to be on stage. And so what Cami offers just rounds out that package because she's teaching us how to be on podcasts. I feel like it's it's a perfect match. It's a perfect collaboration. And I'm really excited for what you're bringing in the world. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. And I'll see you guys on the next show.
0: Thank you for joining us.
1: Find out more at our website, www.ladiespowerlunch.com. And find us on YouTube at
0: youtube.ladiespowerlunch.com. This is a production of the LPL Podcast Network.